everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Sister Friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Lo, along with the other two co-hosts, Jam and Sam. How are you, ladies? Hi, hi, hi. Highly favored. Highly favored. <laughs> love it, love it. That's right, that's right. How was today? How is the day going so far? Today's been good, you know. Today's been fantastic for me. Today's been good. Mm, must be one nice. of the better ones. Mm, okay, I won't bother to lament on mine. Um, <laughs> I had a rough day. I had a rough day. It's been oh. it's been rough. It, it continues, but. You know, here we are another day and it's it's been a rough year. It's been an interesting year um, yeah. with this pandemic, right? Um, wow. <laughs> Where do we begin? It's been a year. We've been in this lockdown, various stages of lockdown, various stages of this pandemic. And how how has it how has your life changed with this? coronavirus with with everything that's been going on for a full solid year and Jem, i love your sunset your background is amazing <laughs> it looks thank like you. a like a postcard Jim. right and thank meanwhile you. my light has me has me is so bright it has me looking like a ghost tonight but whatever oh last week we'll we carry on <laughs> we shall well, um, well, uh, let me start with this pandemic. Um, it's been, what can we say? It's been a hell of a year, eh? Right, right. Um, what I'm thankful for before I even say how it's changed my um, lifestyle and day-to-day. Um, it's, I have to say I am one of the few who kept my job throughout the pandemic. Mm. I had a job to go to. Right. Um, my my income was not affected, so I was still able to to provide. We're still able to provide for the family throughout the pandemic, so I have right. to give thanks for that. Um, in other ways, it's it's restricted our movements. Um, I've become more aware of people around me mm. in terms of people coming too close to me, or you know, right before I, I didn't mind if somebody came and you know spoke came to my desk and stood beside me. But no, everybody has to be way off, you know, speaking to me. And um, it's been it's been hard, yes, but it hasn't affected me too much. I, I never really went out in crowds much. The, um, any type of crowd I would go into, I would, it would be outdoors. It wouldn't be enclosed. And um, so... It, it hasn't really affected my lifestyle that much. I, I don't really go to parties and, and that. <laughs> and, right? Yeah, no. So I, I don't really miss that. So when, when they had the the early um, our curfews here in Jamaica, I, I didn't really feel or the all weekend lockdowns. Right. Um, I didn't mind that. It, I, I didn't mind that too much because, okay. you know, I never really went out anyway. So, but in, in other ways, yeah, the, the restriction of movement during the, the day and yeah that's pretty much it the, the mask wearing it took some getting used to mm, right too right. as well yeah but had to get used to it it didn't have a choice right right and um I also have to say I'm thankful that well my sister got it but no one else in my family got it and she she that's got good. over it thank god good. she came out on the other side 
well, not not fully recovered because sometimes she she has a bit of fatigue even now. Really? She can't. She, she had. She got it. She, she contracted it in October. Okay. And she still has fatigue. She she still has problems. Wow. Going up a flight of stairs. Oh wow. You know, walking from one room to the next. She 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 feels very tired. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Just just things that you took for granted. You know, before yeah. you just going up a flight of stairs, it's the norm. And now you're fatigued. And she that's one of the issues. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. How, how, how has this pandemic affected you, Sam? How, has, how much has your life been impacted with this whole pandemic? Um, my, li- my life has I've had a significant impact, um, probably more significant than jam. Um, I've been fortunate as well to have kept my um, my nine to five income. As you guys know, I am a, also a business owner, and that was affected yeah. by that was affected by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I um, I've been fortunate to be able to work from home, so I've kept safe, and I too have created new boundaries of personal space mm. um, when I do leave the leave the home. Um, you know, just a, simple things like switching my routine. I have a routine now where I won't, if I have to go to the grocery store, I won't buy anything more than, no more than five items. Other than that, I'll have it delivered or I'll do a grocery pickup. Just ways of switching, um, be, being cognizant of, you know, taking off my coat when I come home by the door, things like that, right? right? So I've right. developed those routines. Yeah. Because, obsessive about sanitizing and and hand sanitizer and so forth but on a more on a more emotional level um i've i've haven't been able to see my family because i live mm. away from my family right um and that part has been very difficult my father but we we um as everybody knows i lost my mom last year and my um Right before the lockdown. Right, right. before the lockdown. Right. So I, I, I traveled back to, back here and, and a couple of days later we were in lockdown. Mm-hmm. So all plans we had of spending um, daddy's birthday with him, spending, mm. he's now on his second COVID birthday. He just had his second COVID birthday last, right. last week. You know, the, the plans of spending his birthday with him, he just lost his wife. His kids aren't able to come back home as we had planned to spend you know, the, the anniversary of mommy's passing with him, all the things that we had planned, we weren't able to do. And that's very tough. And yeah. and and, yeah. and my dad is at an age where um, he was part of the more restricted lockdowns in Jamaica. So so um, because of his age group, the age group he falls into. So there's right. that there's the, that aspect of, for him, he's been so affected and in turn I've been affected as well. Mm. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. fortunately, um, I only have but one person in my life who did did contract COVID and unfortunately was hospitalized. And oh that my was, god! That was difficult because uh, no one could go in to visit them. Yes, yes. Um, so that was tough. Um, I, I experienced other losses right after within the year. Um, lost two very close family members. Um, wasn't able to travel for their services, yeah. attended, attended, you know, too many Zoom funerals. I have another mm. Zoom funeral tomorrow. Oh, um, oh no. Yeah, so, so, so 
though that part of it has been difficult to cope with. I am so grateful that um, my immediate family and I have avoided it, that my my girls have avoided it. I'm so grateful that all of that. But the reality of it, it has been emotionally taxing. It has been tough. I've I've learned over the time that um, I learned recently that I'm actually an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that right? (laughs) I need to give you that test. Yes, I'm actually an introvert. So the first, I know. Miss, I talk to every stranger on the street. Okay. I, they talk to me. Uh-huh. They talk to me. <laughs> they initiate the conversations with me. And then I just, you know, <laughs> the trauma back on them, you know. <laughs> and and um, for the first few months, I would say the first eight months, because now we're, we're well over a year. Right, right, right. We're about mm-hmm. 13, 14 months into this. Yeah. So. The first eight months or so was not, even maybe the first 10 months was not that difficult for me. Um, I enjoyed the time alone. I relished the time alone. I relished the time with just me and my kid. I relished the time, you know, the, I utilized the technology and that was enough for me. But I feel like now, over the last couple of months, I've really been yearning to just parties, music, concerts, dancing, live music. I'm mm. missing. I'm missing that. Even even the little times when we would gather at friends' homes and play music, and everybody is right. you know balancing in the living room or whatever, you know, just having a good time. I miss that. I do. I crave that. Mm. Wow. That's, that's for me. That's that's me in a in a nutshell of the last fourteen months. Oh my wow. God! Tell me about it. I um. As you know, I work in healthcare, so we dramatically changed for us. Um, we had to adapt. I work in cancer care, um, which they told us straight up, even though quite a few of the staff during the initial shutdown um, worked from home, our department, we stayed staffed as usual um, because cancer doesn't stop. Yeah. And patients in the middle of their cancer care they still need care. So we continued throughout throughout the initial shutdown, you know, other shutdown. Um, we changed our routine, like visitors were no longer allowed inside, all those patients that needed support, how we had to wear a mask, we had to wear face shield. And when we we're treating patients who are positive, we had N95 face shields, head covering, body covering, booties, the whole thing. It, it was just such a change and of course initially you're scared of this thing you didn't know much about it so you're scared for yourself and in in the early stage my family my brother-in-law got it in new york city as you know it impacted them early on really right that's when the world came to attention when new york city shut down yeah so and he got it really bad and, you know, we're telling my sister, hey, just let him stay in the room, close the door, close everything, wear your mask, where he needs to wear his mask, you know, just put his food at the door. And there was one night where she's like, I couldn't, he was in there, not like he was about to go. And she had to go in and just hit his back wow. just to make sure he survived. Just so that fluid that's building up in the lungs, you know, air could go through. And so right away, I knew how bad this thing could be, even though we didn't understand it fully. We knew that just drinking a special cup of tea didn't fix it. 
or didn't prevent it. It helped, but it didn't prevent it. Um, so my life at home changed. Um, my husband, as you guys know, he travels three times out, three weeks out of the month, he would travel for work. You know, he's the Caribbean, Latin America and things like that. And um, so now he's home. He's grounded. <laughs> he hasn't flown since last Fun year. Times. <laughs> <laughs> like Fun times, but an adjustment. All over again. <laughs> A one year honeymoon. <laughs> uh, but it, it's different. It's different. Um, or my routine had to change a little bit. Um, his routine had to change. He's now working from home. He's no longer flying all over the place. You know, fly, fly there Monday, come back home Friday, just to pack to go back. Um, oh. I come home. Normally I'm home, you know, getting, get something to eat, getting my comfy pajamas and I'm in bed. And he's like, oh, that's why you sleep in, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's comfy. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, nothing lacy. No, 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 holy, but man, not lacy. some getting used to um my nephew as y'all know my really super that's that's like my child he got it and it was very hard when he was hospitalized and I couldn't go to the hospital yeah you know and you, you're trying to control everything from the outside you're scared to death um because he has asthma growing up as a child he had really uh, asthma mm. real bad so you know fortunately he pulled through. He only spent, I think, two nights in the hospital. Yeah, but, but that was a rough time, man. I remember. It's rough. And yeah. then it bothered me when people took it lightly, where they, they made it trivial. It, mm. it, it got me so worked up. Like, do you not understand that real people are being affected by this? There are real people getting sick, dying. dying. And those who were blessed and didn't pass, they're still fighting with the long-term effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dying alone. People cannot Dying alone. family, you know. It's yeah. The nursing homes, all these assisted yeah. living communities, they all shut down. So all these people, they only had a stranger. They, they look forward to visitation, right? Yeah. And I remember when my uncle was in a rehab facility before he passed, and I would get to go there. I would get to go straight to his room. And just to imagine not taking his newspaper to him, yeah. you know, things like that. It, it really, it, it's really a painful experience. As you know, I was, our family, as you say, we were blessed. We didn't lose our income. We, you know, were able to maintain our lifestyle. But of course, the vacations stop, the traveling stop, the cruises yeah. stop, um, going out for dinner, breakfast. Yeah, the, the close interactions with friends. Right, gone. Um, and you're right, it does take an emotional toll, you know, and of course the physical toll with the weight gain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to do but snack, right? Right. <laughs> Oh boy. But um no you mentioned um something about drinking tea that that right. doesn't help. <laughs> so, so what do you think how do you um think that um nutrition 
plays a role in, in fighting the COVID, as in, in terms of building up your body's immunity? I think nutrition on a whole is important, period. Mm-hmm. The healthier you are, the better chances you have. So yeah. if you're if you don't have high cholesterol, if you don't have high blood pressure, if you're not overweight, not ob- obese, things like that, it does help. Absolutely. Because if you look at it, a lot of the people that pass are those that had underlying conditions and not completely healthy. So a healthy lifestyle absolutely help in any given situation from diabetes, hypertension, um, cancer, the whole works, it does help. But with this COVID, I don't think it play as an important role with prevention. Yeah. I because don't healthy so. people got this crap. Healthy you know? people, yeah. Healthy people, a yeah. lot. So work out every day, eat right, yes. ha- live live with a dietitian or a nutritionist. Died from this thing, you know. Right, right. and I that's feel that's like the it thing. Didn't really discriminate. No, no. You like it didn't dis- or it doesn't. I I, can't, I have to stop speaking. Right. Of it's it's still here. It's, it's still, still here. freaking here. Yeah. Here in wave four. Yeah. Fourth wave. Right. And With the all these is, variants. Yeah. It's so unpredictable. You don't even know how it's going to affect you. It, I, one person may have a particular symptom, but then somebody else doesn't show that symptom, but they may have a, a different symptom. Right. So it's, it's just unpredictable. Very. And, and the uncertainty that surrounds it, it, it's scary because you don't, you can't even say, okay, well, let's make plans. To do certain things, yeah. you can't. like yeah. a couple of months down the road or next month, because there's there's you do, there's no way of knowing if it's going to go away next month, next year, tomorrow, whenever. It's no. just here. I if you had asked me, I would have sworn we would have been back to normal Christmas last year. Yeah, yeah, last that's what Christmas, I thought too. I thought we would have a we, the world would have a merry Christmas. Would've I been really fine. thought so. Yeah. I or at really least did. I was when the, the experts were saying, "Oh, as the months get hotter, mm. it may, may you know get rid of it." But that that didn't work at all. No. The heat didn't affect it no. any, in Fourth any way. Of, Fourth of July sent up numbers because <sighs> I remember being being in the South down here with all those barbecues. They didn't stop. You know, mm. people still doing what they want because they refused to adjust and it takes some adjustment it's a huge adjustment i believe that but i think we have control of it or we should take control of it but to to come back to your question with regards to nutrition it helps yes i just don't think it's a good enough prevention to be the only you know for people to say, I have my, my nutrition, I have my teas, I have my this, I have my that. I don't need anything else. Like I, I, some people probably don't even take the necessary precaution, the social distance, the wearing of, you know, the proper mm. wearing the mask properly. So, so does the, the advent of the different vaccines. Mm. Um, so it, apart from, you know, giving yourself a fighting chance with, um, a good optimum um, immune system, the vaccine would be an additional um, support. I think so. 
What says you, Sam? I'm, I'm pro-vaccination. Um, I'm pro-COVID vaccination, but I understand why people aren't. Yes. I 100% get it. I, um, I, I'm, where I, I'm wary of vaccinating my child, say, for okay. example. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I, wear, I do think about the people I love typically more than I think about myself, right? So I think about the effects of what will happen with them and the vaccination. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's new, so it's scary. Very new. It happened Very really new. quickly. It happened with um, technology and medicine that hasn't really been well verified. Used on humans before? <laughs> yeah, right. Well verified yet. Or, or so, so but I believe in science. Mm-hmm. I believe in progression. And whereas, I've, as you guys know, I believe in a, in a healthy diet I believe, and I do exercise regularly. I believe in all of that, but I also believe in science. I also believe that we evolve and that we grow and we learn a lot. So whether or not, we know that it's not going to give anybody 100% efficacy, Mm -hmm. right? We notice about the different vaccines. Yeah. Um, I just think that it doesn't help with so much false rumors, unproven rumors going around. I think that it's, it's, you know, the whole... It cuts off your sperm count, unproven. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> it makes you sterile. Some of them need to get cut. But Erectile that's dysfunction. <laughs> that's Erectile not dysfunction. COVID caused that. As a matter of fact, did you guys see that video about the um yeah. <laughs> with the guy that said that mm-hmm. COVID gave him erectile right. dysfunction? Right. So he's I think that that is especially for black men. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that should I be an encouragement. But I mean, they blame the COVID for that. Enough of a reason for them to go get the damn shot. Yeah. Right? right? And, wow. <laughs> um, so, so, so I just, that's the part that bothers me. It bothers me because people have genuine fears. And I, I, I hate that there are people out there who are feeding those fears yes. with yes. unproven, unproven, unproven. Mm. And, and and it and it's just it's fuel to the fire. It's it's similar to recently the Johnson and Johnson um, vaccine was released to have be giving these blood clot issues. Right. Mm-hmm. Valid. Yeah. Right. Right. But the depth to it isn't proven yet. And I right. just see all these the, 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 all these things going around that are just frightening people and scaring people. And the day it came out in the news. I got texts from people saying, oh, my God, I got that vaccine. Oh, my God, my parents got that vaccine. Oh my, you know what I mean? And right, like, right. My cousin got it. Mm-hmm. No, they do not know enough yet. It is six out of 60 million people. Take a, de- take a deep breath, sit back <laughs> and wait for them to know more before you send yourself into hysteria. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to read between the lines. Sometimes you have to think for yourself. And I just, I hate that with a massive that has happened over the last uh, 13, 14 months that people are still feeding these fears of people and mm-hmm. it's, it, it kills me. I hate that. I know. I've, I've asked a few people recently since this week, you know, how has the, we've been in this pandemic for a year. How has the pandemic affected you? And I, they, they gave me this, the same feelings we've had. Emotionally, it's been a burden. They miss going to the movies. It's exhausting. Um, you know, I feel exhausted. Have, right. You know, my, my, my niece is worried about her future. She's, you know, first year grad student. Um, 
out in Stanford and to me, our future looks good, but she's worried about her future. She's lost sleep about, over it, but she's, oh, wow. you know, do, doing breathing and stuff. Maybe. You know, people have lost their jobs. People who are employed in the cruise industry have lost their jobs with yeah. no hope of when it will return. And I followed, I followed up with a few people, um, including my family. Well, now that we've in, we're in the pandemic, it doesn't look as if this thing is going away. How do you feel about getting the vaccine? Um, quite a few people I know have taken it, especially at my job. Um, I think over 50% of our um, coworkers have taken the vaccine, but there's still some that says, I don't trust it. And initially I was hesitant. I really was hesitant about the vaccine. I wasn't going to take it, but I did. And um, the reason why- I got both shots, right, Lou? Huh? You got both shots. I got both shots and I'm good. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm okay. But how it was presented, and and I, as I, as Sam say, we trust medicine. We because we read with understanding, and I think that's also a problem: reading with understanding. And it was presented to say, this is a new vaccine. The carrier that most other vaccine uses, which is what typically caused the reaction, you know, that whole thing with some of it give autism in kids, la, la, la. This vaccine wasn't done that way. And what it does, it is created to trigger your body to make antibodies for the coronavirus. Um, it will not give you the virus it just triggers, which is why some people for the first 48 hours, they feel ill. It's your body feeling as if it's under attack. So it's building white blood cells, which sometimes your lymph nodes or whatever may feel a little bit swollen. Your body's creating its defense. So therefore, if you happen to get the virus after you get the vaccine, which is a possibility, it is not 100%. None of them are, and none of them have ever said they are. But if you do get the vaccine and you get the virus after contracting the vaccine, then chances are you shouldn't need a hospitalization. You shouldn't need to go on a ventilator and knock on wood three times, you shouldn't pass away from the virus because your body is already prepared for it. So it can fight it a little better. And that is how it was presented to me. And it made sense because I thought of myself personally, I have an underlying condition. So chances are, if I do get this thing, I work in healthcare, patients come in as James, you said earlier, some people don't even know they have it. They don't show the regular symptoms. You know, oh. so they just don't know. If I contract it, I don't want to be in the hospital by myself. You know, I don't want that. So do something to help myself, in other words, and in return, help my loved ones. Because I know what it's like on the when you're on the outside and you just can't go in to see a loved one in the hospital. So that was the reason I got it. But like, for example, my sister said she's not taking it, which I respect that. And that's perfectly fine. But I asked her, why not? And her response, well, it's the mark of the beast. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, like, wow. um, what? <laughs> like, oh, dear Jesus, fix it. Um, 
We're technical difficulties. That's okay, baby. As long as you're not losing yourself. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Is the bees coming for you, Jeff? <laughs> no. But my, my, okay, hold on. Okay. All right, right good. <laughs> you, you know, I was reading, um, what was it? Lord of mercy. Some po- my, what, I, you guys know, one of my favorite things to do on social media is to read the comments on the posts, right? Right. <laughs> oh. Nothing in the world. There's nothing in the world better than Jamaican people coming. Oh, God. Man. No, no. Never <laughs> a dull moment. You know, people comment how is AIDS in the, them injecting into you. Oh, Lord of mercy. That one new for me. <laughs> Not one before. This is what people are saying that his ears are inject. Oh, remember when the Prime Minister of Jamaica was getting his? They said that he didn't really get it. Yes. And then <laughs> Oh, the nurse turned it, turned the needle so the angle never looked right. <laughs> I was in it. Oh my God. Oh Listen. my God. I've heard the conspiracies, the conspiracies, the conspiracies. Right. I mean, I, 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 you know, if you, Jamaican people say you have to take serious thing, make jokes sometimes, but right. But comic relief, mm. comic relief in all <laughs> of it. At, 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 at the very worst, I'm at the very worst. I'm grateful that um, we get can laugh, eh? Right. You still can laugh. Mm. What about you, Jam? Um, I'm. Right now, I'm I'm in a watch and see, wait and see mm. mode. I I I'm I don't want to take it right now because I'm there's so much information out there and you don't know what's facts and and what's right um, false and I'm it's just too much and I can't but uh decipher it right now. I just wait and see. But I just want to see like the persons who have gotten it already, whichever one they got, and just wait and hear if any other symptom may arise or how it is um treated or mm-hmm. how it is dealt with right. but for right now i'm 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 not taking it right have you heard um any other thing that made you like extra cautious like what else have you heard what's the what's the big I, deterrent other than I, there's only 6 months of data out there well the one that came to jamaica was the astrazeneca Oh, right. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I've been hearing that other countries have been refusing to, to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that it kills a few people in other countries. That's why they, they stopped using it. So mm-hmm. I'm saying if, if those other countries are not taking it, why are we? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to rush to take something. I don't want to be a statistic. I could be one of the unfortunate ones that has an adverse reaction to it. So I don't want to find that. I don't want to be a lab rat <laughs> nor a statistic. So I will, right. I will just wait until um, version 2.0 or 4.0 comes out. <laughs> 4.0. <laughs> and all the nicks and the bugs have been worked out. Right, right. Listen, and that's my, okay. My take on this is Anybody who has trepidations or, or, or concerns about taking the damn vaccine is completely justified, especially yeah. people of color. People of color have been used. Right? Black, mm-hmm. right. black people, not just people of color, black people have been mm-hmm. used yeah. as experiments for, for time immemorial. So I get it and I respect it. Yeah. yeah. I respect your opinion. I drove myself crazy with this vaccine stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because you guys know I'm a researcher. I love to research shit. And I read and I researched and I researched different brands and and, and, and the studies and, and the data and the statistics. But but I felt I owed that to myself if I was going to right. pay some money, right? Mm-hmm. So I did it and I went crazy and I read it. And then and then um I I have asthma, but as it, it turns out that asthma is not a big risk factor for COVID, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, and I have a drug allergy, you know what I mean? So I had a lot of concerns. So I made an appointment with my doctor who I trust implicitly. I mean, I trust my doctor big time. And it took me a long time to find a doctor I trust, but that's a whole other episode. <laughs> I had a conversation with her and and eventually I got to the other side where I felt like I'm okay with this. You know, at least it can give me some type of protection. I felt like it would. But anybody, I respect everybody's opinion, whether you want to take it or you don't take it. I respect your opinion to the ground. Well, I did have to tell my sister the market of beast is foolishness. And... The AIDS thing, yeah, you know? yeah, that's what we should. Yeah, but I, I understand, and I and I agree. Oh, I, what about the the five G one? They said that they're injecting micro robots, nano robots. Lord of mercy, I didn't hear that one. I guess I have not been online. I heard the five G was uh, was causing the coronavirus. That I heard initially. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was causing, but then right. there's a lot spin on it where mm. they're they're injecting nanorobots into you yeah. and then when the 5g comes online it will like signal the robots in you <laughs> to oh take body's oh data okay okay yeah and then you can be controlled <laughs> remotely <laughs> so let me ask a question if i'm controlled will they take care of the bills because i you know me i just need someone to pay the water bill <laughs> no <laughs> darling no business about no bills no okay just- <laughs> This asking for a friend. I'm just thinking, you know, if if you if you're gonna control me, you're gonna take my bills. I'm just saying. But what would you do without humans? <laughs> I tell you, it takes all kinds. All kinds. All, all kinds. flipping kinds. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine today, and um, she said at the end of the day, every one of us has had some type of depression through COVID. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think she mm. right. And she said for people who suffered from depression for before, it's heightened. For some yes. Yeah. And heightened anxiety. Heightened mm-hmm. some anxiety, yeah. Some yes. Mental condition has come out of this. So mm-hmm. I, I, I just, all I can say is that I cannot wait to see the end of this. Yeah. Amen. I want a date. And I think that's what pushed me to get the vaccine. I, I need to go somewhere. I need I need a vacation. I need something. No more. I'm done with staycations. I will not do another staycation. No. <laughs> Trump said yeah. 2020. So how was that day? How did that day work out for you? Mm, didn't. <laughs> a lot of mercy. I want to see the end of it. I'm over it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm over the loss. I'm over the pain. I'm yes. Over, yes. Yeah. And it's, it's very... Ex- not to make head. light, right? It's it's Such it's really big, heartbreaking. So yeah, many lives lost. It's worn at me. It has worn at me. Yeah, I've lost patience yeah. to COVID. Like you coming, like oh, so and so isn't here. Oh yeah, he passed up from what? Definitely not that cancer. You know that cancer. What well, don't know? Nope, COVID. Oh oh, 
over the weekend? Like wow. it's, 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 it's so painful when something we have no control over that was brought upon us, taken over in our entire lives, but yet we see other countries, Singapore is doing quite fine. I just wish that for us, you know? I just really yeah. hope that this vaccine is a part of the answer to this, you know, lockdown, this pandemic, taking care of ourselves, you know? I, I really just hope that everyone will come out of this, like no more loss of lives, just put an end to it, do our parts so we can all, you know, continue to live our best lives. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, we, we probably didn't really plan this episode like this, but I think we sh it's about time we discuss this pandemic. It's been a year. So, you know, I want to just say thanks to our listeners. Um, be continue safe. to subscribe. Please be safe. Wear your mask. Social distance. <laughs> Sanitize. And um, we'll see you again for another episode of our Sister Friends podcast. Join us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can listen on Amazon, Spotify, and Podbean. Thank you again. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>